So, like I talked about earlier, and of course a lot of people have been talking about this, numerous projects that are nearly finished, basically like 15-10% away from being completely finished, have been shelved indefinitely. And unlike some people, you know, I still have a positive outlook that we will see them, you know, uh, eventually down the line, like maybe within the next year or so, after this recession and tax season and all that is, um, you know, is taken care of and has passed us by. Because, you know, that's why, you know, because that's why, you know, Scoob haunted Hol Holiday Haunt, Batgirl, and now the third season of Little Ellen have been uh, canceled. They're basically going to be canceled and, you know, well, not, well, you know, what I'm trying to say is that's why they've been canceled, because mainly they're going to be uh, used as tax write-offs, you know, possibly going into tax season, which, as I mentioned in the previous video, for most, you know, corporations and people begins this fall. And, um, you know, with the recession looming, potentially, if not already here, you know, you want to basically take what's going to financially hurt you and uh, put it on the shelf until you feel the time is right to release them. And I believe within the next year, like I said, you know, those uh, projects, mostly Scoob and Batgirl, will see the light of day. It's just, you know, I think they're just waiting until we're past this recession and tax season is pretty much, you know, done and over with within the next year or so. You know, about being the next seven to eight months. But the question ultimately is, why is David Zaslav and his crew doing this? What, wh why are they suddenly coming out and taking what people have dubbed the acts of Zaslav to just about anything, you know, that still might be beloved by fans or fans are looking forward to or people have worked, you know, hard on creatively behind the scenes. And I think, I think what it is with Zaslav and everybody's kind of mentioned this in their own way and I think Zaslav in his own unique way has made it pretty much clear he wants to restart. He's basically, what he is doing, and I kind of used an example of this uh, in the previous video, he's doing uh, basically, you know, what Triple H is doing. Now, in the previous video, I not, I talked about how Triple H worked with what was already there, and that Zaslav should have just done the same thing, and that Batgirl and Scoob ho Holiday Haunt and all that proceed as planned. And then after those get released, move forward. But he didn't think that way. That wasn't his way of thinking. But one of the things I talked about, I believe, in that video, as well as in another video, is what Triple H is doing in WWE right now is, especially on Mon this past Monday, officially, that being his first full night in control, creatively and all that, is he's softly hitting the reset button, the reboot button. On WWE thus you know giving us a fresh you know beginning to what WWE should have been the entire time but it wasn't for David Zaslav you know I see him kind of doing the same thing the only difference is he's not waiting you know to uh, he's not waiting you know he's not waiting to allow projects from the old regime to move forward you know and get released you know he's starting the reset right now he's starting that soft reset that soft reboot if you will right now 
and he's saying basically that if you have any projects that you're currently working on, whether they're in pre-production, you know, whether they're in early draft production, whatever, hold off on them right now because things are about to change. And he's doing this mainly because of the fact that, you know, he wants, he's mainly, he's doing this because he mainly wants WBD, Warner Brothers Discovery, but, but mostly the Warner Brothers side of things along with DC to get back to that land of providence. Oh, yeah, that, well, yeah, that land of providence, if you will, that land of prop, uh, basically the land of the elite, if you will. Once again, that land of prominence, prominence. That's what, that's the word I'm looking for, the land of prominence. They want to, he wants to get it back to that level. You know, he wants to, you know, have any movie, whether it's a DC project, DC, based on a DC comic, or maybe based on one of the hit shows or anim you know, live action or animated or even another franchise if you will from another uh, brand he wants these all treated if they're going to go theatrical as big deals as big mega deals not just you know thrown together for the heck of it he wants he wants planning again the comparison to Triple H is Triple H has made it clear and he still has that mindset obviously is he does not want to do anything with certain people caught up from the NXT brand unless they have a few months uh, a few months of planning, you know, lined up for them. Like, okay, if we bring you up to the main roster, here's how it's going to go. Here's how we're planning out your first, you know, half a year with, you know, on the main roster and what kind of an impact you'll make. Zaslav kind of, in my opinion, has that same mindset of... He wants to make sure that if you're going to do something that, you know, he can put onto his, um, you know, on his channels, on his networks, on his streaming services, that, or even theatrically on the big screen, that there's, you know, a planning stage to get from point A to point B. You know, like, what's the planning stages from point A, or in between point A and point B? Point B being you know, when it gets released. You know, what's the steps you're taking? You know, how's this gonna work? How's that gonna work? And I think that's why I was seeing him, you know, doing what he's doing because he wants these projects. Because honestly, I, as I've mentioned before in the other video, and I'm sure others have talked about it, this too, um, honestly, you know, he still probably wants to do these projects. You know, he probably doesn't want to have to you know, he probably, I'll be honest with you, in my opinion, he probably didn't want to have to shelve Batgirl, you know, despite the fact that he could still let it move forward. And, you know, as I've mentioned before, as I mentioned before, let that play out, let it do its thing and then move on. Um, he probably didn't want to have to do that. He probably didn't want to do the same with Scoob. But in his, I, I guess the way he's looking at it is, look, if you're going to do these properties, then you need to make them big. You need to make them worth the release on the big screen or worth the release and the budget you know you are spending uh, to be uh, released on um, HBO Max or whatever the whatever the streaming service will be uh, in the future you know he, ba he basically wants it to be worth you know worth the money that's spending so that when it gets released you know it'll be worth the people's time to watch it and I think the other reason he's doing it too doing this little a soft reset, soft reboot, you know, on the company, 
and everything is he wants to make sure that we're going to or not us but if they're going to release a lot of these projects which he's still going to let happen you know because there's you know pretty much a profit to be made there and they do have you know some of the properties that are coming do have you know a legacy to them like you know tiny tunes university you know basically a reboot of tiny tune adventures which proved to be a success animaniacs has proven to be a success stuff like that um you know what he probably wants is a big promotional uh, movement for a lot of these projects whether they're going to be theatrical or streaming or network or whatever he wants them to have promote a big promotion behind them so that it gets people invested it gets people interested you know in what's to come and not just be like oh well i can watch it at any time no he wants it to where it's if you're going to see it you're going to see it right then and there even if it's on streaming and that's about it and i think the other strategy he's probably going to want to go with very soon very you know implement it uh depending on the future of hbo max which again i i believe is going to be fine i think as I said in the other video, I think if anything's going to happen, we're going to hear a merger happening within the next year. Like within the next year, we're going to go from individual services of Discovery Plus and HBO Max to them being one under the HBO Max Discovery Plus or HBO Max Plus deal or HBO Discovery deal. You know, or whatever name they'll choose. Or Discovery Max Plus or whatever. Um, but... I think one of the things he's going to want to work on, you know, when it comes to like any new content that will show up, network-wise, streaming-wise, cable-wise, is that, you know, you get an episode every week. Like if it's on streaming, he's probably looking at what Disney's doing and saying, you know what, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to put an episode out every week, you know, and such, so that way we're not you know just having people bench through the episodes when they happen they have to wait until they come out and technically they're kind of doing that with some shows but i think what he's looking at is if there's anything exclusive to the hbo max service or whatever the merge service will be in the future that it's treated like a regular weekly show or a weekday show it's like every week or every day you get a new episode you know, and you're not just binging through them like what Netflix says with some of their shows. So I think that's one of the reasons, one of the reasons he took a show like Little Ellen, despite how you might feel about that show, and even though the third season was complete, he axed it. He said, forget it. I'm not going to let this pass. Mainly because he probably knew it was going to get dumped all, all the episodes were going to get dumped on at the same, dumped on to HBO Max at the same time. And he didn't want that. And obviously, of course, with Ellen's controversial, controversial actions as of late, you know, and news that's come out about her in this past year, I don't think David Zaslav wants anything to do with Ellen DeGeneres in any shape or form. So that's why I think the third season of Little Ellen was taken off. Basically, he wants. To, basically, what it is is he's going to hang his hat on the shows. Uh, that are on HBO Max that will later go on to places like TNT, TBS, regular HBO, whatever. He wants to hang his hat on those shows and movies, even Max Originals, that will be money makers. That will basically, well, not just money makers, but are bringing in new eyes, bringing in new subscribers, like Harley Quinn is doing.
you know, along with shows like Young Justice and such. So, you know, that's what he's hanging his hat on. He wants to hang his hat on hat on properties. They're going to make a profit and not lose a profit. And that's what he's doing, and it's all part of this soft reboot. It's all part of this soft reset and reboot that he's going through right now by axing off Batgirl, by axing off Scooby-Doo, um, Holiday, oh, Scoob, Haunted, I mean, Holiday Haunt, and, and Third Season Little Ellen, removing these six Max original movies. He's, re, he's softly resetting the structure by saying, if we're going to do these kind of things, we need to make them worth the while, and we need to promote them the right way. We need to give them time to be promoted, get people excited, so that, you know, once they see them, it will be worth the while. And again, like I mentioned in the video, I still believe Scoob, Holiday Hunt, and Batgirl will see the light of day. It's just going to take time. and It's all about timing right now. The timing is not right for it um, as we speak, but it will see the light of day. No doubt about that in my mind. But I feel that what he's doing, like I said, is he's basically softly resetting and rebooting is what he's doing. It doesn't mean the things that he's getting, he's having removed right now, or canceling right now, or t putting on the shelf temporarily right now, are never going to come back or see the light of day again. They probably will. But what he wants to do is slowly reset, reboot, and restructure the company and all its assets and and such to be more balanced and more sense and make and basically make more sense than they've ever had. Basically, he wants to get a plan in place, a plan that goes for the next three to five to six years. He wants, you know, he wants to make sure he has that kind of a plan, so that way, you know, so that way, you know, it doesn't feel so unorganized and everything. And that's why he's making these moves. Whether we agree with them or we don't, this is why he's making these moves. He's going with what he feels is going to be profitable, you know, when it comes to the HBO Max. Uh, service, you know, whether it's going to be merged with Discovery Plus, potentially, probably will. He wants to, you know, he's going to hang his hat on, you know, on, on stuff that he knows is going to bring in viewers and, and everything, bring in new subscribers, you know, that thus make a profit. You know, he wants to hang his hat on, on properties and stuff that, you know, will, you know, make money at the box office. You know, he wants to hang, ha, you know, hang his hat on properties that if they're on network television like CW or cable television like HBO or Cinemax you know will draw in ratings strong ratings and strong viewerships and thus make a profit you know in the long run that is the main purpose and by softly rebooting and resetting the company to go and get this multi-year plan you know well on the way you know he's gonna make decisions like I said not a lot of people are going to like now, are some of these decisions going to be permanent? You know, forever permanent? No. Again, I believe, just like I said with Batman, uh, Batgirl and Scooby-Doo Holiday Haunt, I think a lot of these projects will see the light of day again. You know, whether they're, you know, in the process of being finished and all of a sudden they get in the news of, oh, you're being canned for right now, you're being shoved indefinitely for right now. Or whether they're in early pre-production, they're being told to halt for right now. They will see the light of day. But he wants to make sure that they have a proper, planned out, multi-year structure plan in place before they really, you know, hit the road, you know, 
you know, not hit the road, but, you know, yeah, hit the road running, basically. Hit the road, hit the tracks, full speed running. You know, he wants to make sure they have a plan. So that way, let's say they keep the streaming service, which I believe they will, and potentially merge it with the other streaming service, Discovery Plus, which I believe they will. Um, you know, they'll have, you know, you know, they'll have basically, you know, things ready to go to put onto those onto that service that'll entice people to want to uh, subscribe to it, and you know, in the future, you know, the, because they'll be hearing good things about this show or this movie that you can only find exclusively on that service. So, so yeah, I think that. So yeah, that's why I think he's taking the axe of Zagslav, uh, the axe of Zagslav, Zagslav, if you will. Easy for me to say, the axe of Zagslav. You know, I think he's taking it because basically it's his way of slowly hitting that soft reset and reboot button to go in that direction of having a multi-year plan and to structure out on to make sure in the end, you know, after the mo after that tenure of, multi of how many years, whether it's four or six years of planning, you know, everything is organized and set up so that, you know, if you have stuff going on the streaming service, you know, it won't feel like it's just going on there for the heck of it. There's a purpose. And same with the theatrical runs, same with stuff going to network and cable television. And that's about it. But, yeah, that's, that's why he's t doing this right now, whether we like it or not. He's softly, he's doing this to softly reset and reboot the company and all of its, you know, divisions so that they get to that, you know, multi-year structured plan that, you know, at the end of, like I said, the tenure of that plan or the tenure of that multi-years, you know, things will be more structured and organized uh, than before, and then they won't have to worry about being, you know, you know, out of sync like they were in the previous regime. That's why he's doing this. Uh, but let me know what your guys' thoughts are. How do you feel about David Zaslav taking his axe and just trop, you know, cropping, you know, chopping down things that pretty much were almost done, you know, completely done, or potentially right now or an early production, pre-draft production. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that and that and that basically being the process of trying to reset, softly reset, softly reboot the the structure of the company to get that multi-year uh, structure plan set up and ready to go uh, for them to be more organized and to put the priority on what they believe will draw people to the theaters, draw people to the streaming service, draw people to the networks and the cable channels. What are your thoughts? Let me know down below in the comments. Throw the live chat during the premiere where super chats and super stickers are going to be open. It would be appreciated. Also, check me out at BWS Discussions, all your favorite audio podcast locations except for Pandora. Also, check me out at Vimo at BWS, so content you can't get anywhere else except there. Also, check me out at Patreon.com slash BWS or the $1, $3 tier. Also, check me out at Venmo at Brian-Walmer-2 and at Cash App at BWS98. You can help support me there directly. And uh, really, that's about it. And also check out the Teespring store um, as well, guys, for merchandise you can't get anywhere else. Uh, but, yeah, to me, that's why he's doing this, whether we like the decisions he's going with, whether they're shocking to a lot of people, surprising, coming out of nowhere. That's why he's doing this. You know, he's not doing what Triple H is doing and just you know, in WWE and just working with what he what was left behind before starting anew uh, the following week. No. He's 
going right off the bat and saying, you know, screw Linton, you know, screw, you know, uh, waiting till Batgirl and Scoob haunted, you know, Holiday Haunt are released to restart. We're restarting right now. We're going and we're going to start running on the track right now off to the races we go kind of deal to get to that proper structured plan for the next multi years of how many that could be four to six. But again, let me know what your guys' thoughts are on this and I am out.